what I'm about to talk about in today's episode is probably the perfect example of somebody who is a completely legitimate person, but whose findings and discoveries have been covered up and then all of a sudden has disappeared literally from the face of this earth. So what I'm talking about today is something called the Hutchison effect. Now, some of you watching or listening may have actually heard about the Hutchison effect, or maybe you haven't, but ultimately it's surrounding a gentleman by the name of John Hutchison, and he has been a self-proclaimed advocate and student of Nikola Tesla, not literally, but he studied a lot of Nikola Tesla's work. And what he's been able to do is nothing short of honestly just phenomenal. So I'd love to put the video up for you guys of what this gentleman has been able to accomplish in his apartment in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, believe it or not. But the video has been taken down. You can't find it anywhere on the internet. He's clearly not dead, seemingly, but obviously, if you go to his apartment, you won't see anyone coming or going from it, and <clears throat> apparently the guy's just disappeared. Maybe he's gotten a nice, cushy job in the U.S., God knows what happened, right? So, what I want to talk about specifically has to do with levitation, teleportation, and the ability to melt any type of metal or steel beams or anything of the sort of any known material that we're aware of. So the Hutchison effect is considered pseudoscientific simply because it can't be proven. Now, here's the thing as well, though. It can't be disproven at the same time. With that being said, I want to make something very clear. Just because things can't be disproven doesn't mean I'm going to immediately jump to the fact that they might actually be legitimate and true or accurate. I just want to present both sides of the story and then you guys can uh, can decide for yourself. Now, with that being said, the Hutchison effect is a scientifically, by definition, unexplained phenomenon that causes bowling balls or heavy objects to levitate, metal to literally disappear out of existence, and milk bottles to completely melt. Okay, now this is according to Wired.com and the thing about this article from Wired.com, which uh, I, I suggest you guys go check out, is that the video is no longer available. So it's one thing if videos start disappearing from certain parts of the internet, but it's another thing when reputable sources such as Wired.com and scientific-based magazines or technological-based magazines of actual credibility and reputation have these videos removed and can no longer explain it. All you see is a box that says, video is unavailable. Now, the nice thing is that I was able to get a hold of some still pictures from this video that John Hutchison filmed himself showcasing some of his work. Now, if we take a look, for example, at, let's see here, at drkuntz.com, what we're going to look at, and I'm going to put the picture up right now, shows a levitation of a 70-pound cannonball. And this is, and I quote, this is the work of John Hutchison, a Canadian inventor and experimenter who has perplexed many scientists, okay? Now, using similar kinds of technology through the use of harnessing electromagnetic energy within the air that we breathe in, Hutchison is able to jellify steel and aluminum bars of metal without heat. And I'm putting the pictures up right now for you guys to see because it's pretty incredible. 
again, according to drkunz.com, the picture below shows a small piece of wood that was teleported inside a block of aluminum by Hutchison. The second picture shows a butter knife embedded in a block of aluminum. So what we're talking about here is not just literally being able to melt steel beams or metal beams or things like this. We're talking about the ability of teleportation, being able to use science to take an object of any kind, say like this this pen that I have in my hand, and be able to have it inserted, disappear from my hand, and then reappear inside of an object. It's like if this pen was able to disappear and then suddenly reappear within the wall behind me, or something like this. And then there was evidence that I could sort of see it poking out of the wall. That's exactly what he's doing here. And as you could see by the pictures that I'm putting up, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty mind-blowing. Now, it also says, according to drkunz.com, and I quote, Please note that the effects seen by Hutchison would be consistent with many of the reported events associated with the so-called Philadelphia experiment, which may or may not have been a real experiment. In that alleged experiment, said to be conducted during the Second World War, a U.S. Navy ship was supposed to have, a, have been made invisible with certain very treacherous, terrible things happening to some of the crew members, such as their arms ending up being partly impregnated inside of steel bulkheads and people's literally being bodily dismantled. Okay, so that's a quote from drkunz.com. I've done an episode on the Philadelphia Experiment, and I've also touched upon it in a couple other episodes. If you're not familiar with what it is, please check that episode out on my uh, on my YouTube or Spotify or wherever you're listening or watching from, because it's important to understand that Essentially, what they did in the Philadelphia ex experiment was they used electromagnetic energies to encompass an entire boat because they were trying to make this boat disappear from one area and then reappear in another. The question then becomes, were they meddling with some type of energy they did not understand? Because between the process of this boat disappearing and then reappearing in another uh, sea entirely or another part of the world... You have to think what happened between that time because for the members of that boat who did not actually get murdered because the, by the time it teleported, they found their heads fallen off and their arms stuck in certain parts of the boat and all that. For those that actually survived and lived because they remained intact, they were throwing up, suffering from, I believe it was vertigo. They were extremely nauseous, things like that. So it was very unexplainable. Now, with that being said, again... More than likely, the experiment happened, but it was completely off the record, something that they were just meddling with, and they probably had no idea how to harness these electromagnetic energies. Now, it seems like this gentleman, John Hutchison, has been able to figure out how to harness such things. Now, the interesting thing is that he did research directly on anti-gravity, scalar physics, teleportation, and utilized... Tesla's technology. Now, it's very important to note that according to GrahamHancock.com, and Graham Hancock, for those of you who don't know, is someone who believes very heavily in these kind of things, um, what a lot of people nowadays would call pseudoscience, which is science that cannot be proven yet, or is science that, according to at least human scientists, are non-existent. Now, with that being said, there are things that we are, as the human race are discovering every day. Things like, for example, Element 115, which Bob Lazar mentioned back in the 80s, is something that existed in, and, and was part of the technology that was able to help create things such as UFOs um, function and levitate, 
and things like this. And he was laughed at for years until I believe it was about four or five years ago. Some German scientists were able to discover element 115 and now it is on the periodic table. Okay, and I'm not going to get into a whole thing of defending Bob Lazar and all that. For those of you who don't know who he is, he claimed to work at Los Alamos on uh, reverse engineering some UFO craft in the Area 51 area. You can look that up yourself. Every commander, every admiral, every scientist who's ever met Bob Lazar said that his story lines up perfectly with everything else they knew at the time and that he's a very sane person he's not suffering from some type of psychosis or hysteria hysteria or anything of the sort but anyways the reason why i bring this up is because those technologies between bob lazar's experiments uh, experience between the philadelphia experiment and between mr hutchison here there seems to be a sort of overall combining effect that has some type of harnessing of electromagnetic technology and what's interesting before i go on to quote something from grahamhancock.com is that i've mentioned and i've advocated for the sort of inquiry into science and the electromagnetic energies around us because there is something that is harnessed through electromagnetic energies that create paranormal instances that create the technology supposedly that are used by ufos and many other things again in this case with uh, john hutchison levitation teleportation being able to melt bottles of milk being able to melt steel and metal like it's nothing so that is what is so interesting about this now according to grahamhancock.com let's see here John Hutchison used 1 million volt Tesla coils to create electromagnetic fields that induced scalar effects or anti-gravity, such as levitating heavy objects or turning metal into jelly. Now, Graham Hancock continues to write, and I quote, A kind of anti-gravity shield could be used in a craft or spaceship, Hutchison outlined, by canceling inertial effects spacecraft could make sharp right turns and through jumping into subspace or possibly even hyperspace ships could move as fast as they want and not collide with anything it does not violate the laws of physics to produce free energy it is a zero point process now it's interesting because when we look at a lot of former whistleblowers who have come out, they said that a lot of these beings, so to speak, from other planets have wanted to share something called zero-point energy with us. And the reason why they say this, and this touches on a few different levels, by the way, is because the ones at least that supposedly have good intentions want us as a human race and as, as, a, as a whole planet species, planetary species, to essentially raise our consciousness and our self-awareness into a sort of fifth or sixth dimensional state of mind and by doing so one ways one way in which we raise our vibrations and our consciousness is to adapt what is all around us the free technology uh, the free resources all around us because what i'm getting between the whistleblowers and the former commanders that have witnessed things uh, such as commander fravor and things like this and between the people who claim to have had Inter direct interactions with some of these extraterrestrials there seems to be a connection between this type of zero point energy now it's been mentioned in documentaries like unacknowledged and many other ones that if zero point energy were to be released okay what would then happen is that 
industries would be devalued overnight and then people such as yourself and myself just regular people would be able to live without the reliance of government money would be considered devalued because think about it folks if you could teleport or if you could levitate maybe not yourself but objects with it, with it say your car for example there would be no need for gas there would be no need to drive to the gas station to 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 put uh to put gas in the tank okay because you could go from one place to another in an instant utilizing this type of energy utilizing this zero point anti-gravity energy because what charges it the thing what's all around us electromagnetic fields they're all around us now maybe some places have stronger i guess you could say electromagnetic fields than others there may be certain regions like the antarctic or in some cases the skinwalker ranch which is why you see some very weird things going on between the paranormal sightings and the ufo sightings it always seems to be in places where there is heavy electromagnetic frequency and there are very stronger vibrations compared to other places on the planet. Okay, Bermuda Triangle is another one. But again, getting back to my point, we could be each individual family or each individual house could become self-reliant. And that would that would not kind of that would cause mass chaos all around the world. There would be no more need for oil. There would be no more need for many other things. Electricity would be free essentially and so you wouldn't have to bother paying bills anymore i mean at that point all you'd have to worry about is the property in which you live on because essentially with this type of technology i mean you can have access to things like food and water instantly food is short or food is scarce within your region of the world easy teleport or head over to another place in the planet grab some food and you're good you don't need to rely on going to the store and having to worry about spending money on that food interesting right which just goes to to show that every time someone seems to discover this type of technology, they suddenly disappear. And if they document it, all public evidence of that documentation is gone and it's disappeared. And it makes you think, okay, this is probably the government not having these people killed. At least I'd like to not think so, but they're recruiting these people or they're keeping them quiet. They're paying them off big time to stay quiet because the more people discover this, the more they truly become free. And I, I, I certainly believe that things like zero point energy are not outside of the scientific realm by any means. And I'm not a scientist, but I think that ultimately they don't want people discovering this type of stuff. And the fact that a gentleman such as John Hutchison, and I'm not trying to discredit him, he may in fact be an extremely intelligent person, but the fact that he was able to do it out of his apartment in Toronto, Canada. Excuse me. And if you see this guy's apartment, it's nothing special. He's a regular guy just like yourself, just like myself, regular person. And if this guy could do it and make a YouTube video in his house, in his apartment, what do you think the government can do with their facilities that are purposely made to test and, and create and reverse engineer these types of things? Now, to continue, according to GrahamHancock.com, and I quote, Not unlike the purported Philadelphia experiment, Hutchison said he's had samples disappear and reappear during tests. And I, this is a quote now from John Hutchison. I've had other samples where the steel itself is aging in time. For every day, about 10 years ahead in time. According to a study the Max Planck Institute conducted on one of the samples he reported, Hutchison, 
who has a YouTube channel featuring videos of levitation and many of experiments, said he is currently focused on developing free energy and new propulsion systems, end quote. This is interesting because unless I totally missed it, when I looked up his YouTube channel, I could not find it. The video was gone, at least the most popular video. I know he, he's had many. And so it, it makes you think, was he bought off? Was he paid off? Was he silenced? More than likely, yeah, he was. I can't see anything else that would come up in that particular case. But there's always been people like Nikola Tesla, like John Hutcherson, like you name it, who have been able to discover things and have gone public with it or have been close to going public with it. And then all of a sudden they're silenced and that's it. I mean... The more we learn about Nikola Tesla these days, the more declassified files come out, the more we realize that if we let gentlemen or scientists like Nikola Tesla just do their work and not let greed and money and power get in the way, we'd probably be anywhere from one to 200 years ahead of where we are now technologically. And maybe we in fact are, but it's just not public. Okay, so I want to mention as well, too, that according to altthinkonlyoneegg.com, nice name of the website according to hutchison himself the scope of this effect seems fairly all-encompassing now hutchison's extensive research includes dabbling with crystal batteries nobel uh, noble gas power generators zero point energy and even certain energetic methods from ancient ancient egypt but perhaps the most enigmatic of these would be the self-named electromagnetic effect with apparently gravity-defying fields and experiments that show various objects such as metal bars spontaneously warp fuse or fracture okay end quote now there's an interesting thing that he mentions as well and there's pictures of john hutchinson out there on the internet so i'll, I'll probably put a picture up so it's not like you uh, he, he's some mystery guy and no one's ever seen a picture of him we know what the guy looks like okay which is why it's kind of interesting because it's even harder to find him. But with that being said, he even proposed that it's very possible that zero-point energy, this type of technology, or at least a certain fraction of it, was actually used to help take down the World Trade Center buildings during 9-11. Now, I'm not going to get into the whole 9-11 thing in this episode. All I'm saying is that there's, there's some theories surrounding that. Supposedly, with the World Trade Center, the mob had helped build it back in the 70s which means that they were using cheap material that was not made to hold up such a building if it were to have that kind of impact. But if the proper material was used, it, was then, it would then be argued that the buildings would still be standing. With that being said, it's an interesting proposal for John Hutchinson to think of and, and, and voice his opinion publicly that he believes this type of technology took down the World Trade Center buildings or at least helped to take them down. Okay, Because again, as the old saying goes, or the old joke since the day that it happened, jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams. But, and again, this is just my part that I'm going to add to it, but I think John Hutchinson's point is that jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams, but zero-point energy does. <laughs> okay, so listen, I'm personally excited because maybe I might try out some of the experiments myself if there's a step-by-step -step process as to how to do it, Okay. But with that being said, I mean, it seems pretty self-explanatory. If you're using a, a whole bunch of Tesla coils and a few other things, then it's certainly possible that it could be done. But let me know what you guys think because it's very interesting. This this man, I don't know how recently he came onto the internet and then all of a sudden he's disappeared. 
If you guys have any more evidence about him, let me know because it would certainly be pretty neat to to look into and to study and research, maybe do another episode on him. But that's pretty much about it. And it's certainly something to discuss and look into. And I, I certainly believe that this gentleman, John Hutchinson, doesn't view himself as any type of genius or anything. He just happened to utilize the same methods that Nikola Tesla was using as well as the same methods that were conducted during the Philadelphia experiment. Again, all of this could have started with Nikola Tesla. And it all could have went to the US the FBI then seized all of his work, which then more than likely found its way into the hands of those within the intelligence community and the military, who then tried to continue his work further in secret, and to this day still in secret, utilizing his methods to do things like the Philadelphia experiment or things like the CIA's Project Stargate. Because I think what, what a certain people within the government understand is that there's a deep interconnection between all of these things here. And this is not really conspiratorial. This, they understand there's a deep connection between the harnessing of electromagnetic energy in general. It can create apparitions. It can c levitate things. It can not necessarily defy our laws of physics, but bend what we know to be our laws of physics. There's a big difference because the de to defy a principle means that you're going against it or your initial belief was incorrect. Our laws of physics, the way that we as humans perceive them, may in fact be correct. But the only thing is that we just don't know how to bend them. But if we could learn how to bend our laws of physics, then we would be able to create craft that so many people witness to be UFOs that just jump and move so quickly and sharply as if the wind blowing or anything around it in its environment doesn't affect it. So let me know what you guys think, and we will catch you next time. Peace.